0: since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2574, What Those Winter Blues Can Teach You About True Happiness by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. I read to you every day with permission from the authors. Now let's get right to it as we optimize your life. What Those Winter Blues Can Teach You About True Happiness by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. Merry almost Christmas and happy all the other holidays too. What I love about this time of year is it reminds me of dying. Unless you think I'm being a downer, bear with me. All good stories involve dying. The often literal death of a mentor requires the hero to grow and move on in his journey. But there's also the shedding of a character's old identity in exchange for a new way of being. Not to mention the loss of friends and foes throughout any adventure is a necessary part of the process. Death is a part of every great story, and so it must be for all great lives. Winter is a wonderful picture of dying. When everything is shedding its skin, when the days are getting shorter and the weather getting bleaker, when all seems truly lost, something new is taking shape. The harshness of such a season and the sadness it brings is all part of its beauty. Personally, I am prone to those winter blues which hit us in different ways. Growing up in northern Illinois, where the temperature drops well below zero degrees Fahrenheit, I would often hold myself up with a warm blanket and book, refusing to go anywhere beyond my immediate comfort zone. In a way, I was in denial of my reality. If my parents were not forcing me to shovel the driveway, I was not motivated to step out into the outside world. Today, I live in Tennessee and it's cold this time of year, which means there is frost on the ground, but by lunchtime, I'll be wearing a sweater and light jacket. Nonetheless, there is a gray haze right now covering everything you see. At this time of year, it can be tempting to stay inside, wondering, what's the point? Whenever I feel this way, I wanna shut down emotionally, take a shower, and go back to bed. But something inside me prevents this from happening. Whenever I bundle up and brave the cold, okay, these days there's not so much bundling, but you get the point, I witness another narrative, one that seems to contradict the surface-level story of death and dying all around. I remember one January afternoon in high school when my friend Eric and I took our cameras out for the day to shoot a roll of black and white film. We drove to a nearby state park in my Ford Festiva, the heater barely able to keep up for the hour-long car ride. At the park, there was not much to shoot but snow-covered trees and hollow logs. It was cold and windy, and there was no one else at the park but a couple of naive young men curious enough to engage with the world, taking whatever it had to offer. Something sacred happened that day. Surely, we didn't know it. This is the lesson of winter. Everything is, in fact, dying. Your old cells are disappearing into the newness of you. What once was is now fading away every single minute. And so, the only appropriate response to such death is grief. You should be sad. Things should feel hopeless. There is real loss that we are experiencing, as clear as a leaf turning brown and falling off a branch, as evident as an overcast sky that never seems to shine. This season is a reminder of what the journey of life looks like sometimes. When all seems lost, when the good guys are all but gone and evil will surely prevail, a miracle must occur. There is no other option. Despair is setting in and there can be no way out. This is the moment we've all been waiting for, when the hero reappears, rising from the ashes of defeat. Some secret chink in the enemy's arm is revealed. We find an amulet possessing a mysterious power to restore all things. Perhaps even a baby is born and the weary world rejoices. Soon, everything will be made right again. This is the message of winter, Whether you celebrate Advent or Hanukkah or a week off of work, this is time of waiting. You cannot avoid it, the sense of longing, the anticipation of a new year, the desire for personal change. Something is about to happen, and we know it. This is the human condition, I think, to hope for what has not happened. In spite of all odds, we all have a sense that there is more to come, and the more will, in some way, be better. So as the color of the world fades away, know that something else is happening. Under the surface of a frozen earth, life is starting to bloom again, long before you see it. Spring is coming and soon the days will become longer and brighter. The same is true for your life. You're just now beginning to become what you were meant to be, waking up to who you already are. This is how all living things work. Parts of us fade while other parts are born. As a year winds down and a new one approaches, consider what old thing in you is dying to make room for something new. Consider the possibility that this transformation is inevitable. You can fight the change and mutate the outcome, but you cannot keep it from happening. No living thing ever remains as it is. Life is a process of change, and only death is static. And even then, the death somehow creates new life. So let me ask. What is your work, your true work, the very thing that you're meant to do? Now is the time to pay attention to these inner urges and intuitions, the still, small voice telling of some new thing wanting to be born in us. For me, something that was recently reawakened was a love for poetry. I've always loved reading the works of poets, but for a long time stopped writing my own poems. It was a practice that just seemed impractical. However, almost without my noticing, I started writing poetry again this year. It just sort of happened, and I think this is how growth occurs, imperceptibly in the margins of a mundane life until one day you can no longer not notice it. And so I thought it was appropriate to share a poem I wrote with you that I wrote to make sense of some vocational shifts I was making in my life. This one is simply called Your True Work, and maybe it'll speak to you. When you give yourself to your work, your true work, when you finally settle into that place where what you do and who you are coalesce, when you feel that familiar burn and everything seems right with the world, when the anxious desire to do everything you cannot and be everything you are not finally subside, when you give yourself to your work, your true work, you will finally be free. You just listened to the post titled, What Those Winter Blues Can Teach You About True Happiness by Jeff Goins of GoinsWriter.com. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Thank you to Jeff. Funny that intuition came up again near the end there. Just yesterday we were talking about how our gut decisions are likely the ones we should listen to the most. And then here comes Jeff bringing it up again in a completely different context. It was a nice poem at the end worth thinking about as we head into the new year too. This is a time where you might be thinking about big goals and plans for next year, all while trying to handle the blues that come at the same time. And it's a real thing by the way, those winter blues. There's actually SAD, seasonal affective disorder. It's a type of depression that relates to the changes in seasons. My brother actually covered that specifically in an article over on Optimal Health Daily. That was episode 669, if you want to learn more about that. That was back in February of 2019, but still relevant, I think. But in either case, I think like Jeff talked about, we all sort of go through these shifts So it's a nice time to reevaluate and think about where we are. It's always a good thing to do. So hopefully you'll join Jeff and me in that. And with that, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for being here and listening every day. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.